a podcast from the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. You're listening to Inspire On The Go. It's your weekly dose of fun, encouragement, real-life conversations, and all things women's ministry, regularly featuring segments from Andrea's radio show, Truth On The Go. If you find yourself on the go, then this is the podcast for you. Now, welcome your host, Andrea Lennon, as we talk about all the great truths that we can take with us as we go through our day. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. I want to begin today's podcast by just saying thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Inspire on the Go. If you haven't had a chance, I want to encourage you to take just a moment and to like the podcast, to rate it, to subscribe to it, to share it, maybe even just to send out a text message and tell your friends about it. Uh, Every week we see that our numbers are growing as we are reaching more people, and we are just so grateful and we give all of the glory to God for that. But we want to make sure and let you know that you play a vital role in that process. And so um, just tell your friends, just invite them to listen along. Uh, And then also, if there's a particular topic or conversation that you would like for us to tackle here on Inspire on the Go, just send us an email or maybe reach out to us through social media. We would love to hear from you. I am excited to come to you this day and in the weeks ahead with some material that I recorded a couple of years back at a church here in Central Arkansas. As many of you know, I have a ministry called True Vine Ministry, and through that ministry, I write books, and I speak at live events, and I have a radio program and and a podcast, and so uh, there's just a lot of material that God has laid on my heart that I want to share with the women of Arkansas and beyond. And on today's podcast, we're going to hear portions of material from a book that I've written called Free to Thrive. Free to Thrive is a 40-day devotional for women on the go, and it is all about biblical freedom. And what I love about this material is that it is so relevant for our everyday lives. All of us have challenges. We all have struggles. We all have, you know, um, questions, and we all need to know that God is with us, that God is for us, that He sees us, and that He has a plan for our lives. And one thing that I was reminded of as I was writing Free to Thrive is that the full, free, abundant life it is not dependent on our circumstances. It is completely dependent on our relationship with God. And so as you listen to this material that was recorded at a live event just a couple of years ago, I am going to encourage you to keep that truth at the forefront of your mind that God has a plan for your life, that he sees you, he knows you, he loves you, and that that plan that he has for you, it is good, it is pleasing, it is perfect, and it is not dependent upon your circumstances. And so as you listen to this recording from uh, Free to Thrive, I I just want to uh, encourage you to think about biblical freedom and to think about what biblical freedom looks like in your life. As we're going through this material over the next couple of weeks, you may want to grab a friend and listen to it together so that you can discuss it. You may want to just listen to it individually and just process through it uh, on your own. Whatever God has for you, I want to encourage you to engage in this material and really ask the Lord to help you to evaluate where you are and where he is taking you. If you'd like to pick up a copy of Free to Thrive, you can do that at my website, andrealennonministry.org. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy Free to Thrive. 
I just want to welcome you to this study called Free to Thrive. And this is a study that just means so much to me. You know, the very fact that Jesus loves us enough that he came to this earth, that he walked on this earth, that he lived a perfect life to die in our place so that we can have freedom right here in the midst of our circumstances, right here in the midst of our difficulties, right here in the midst of our time here on this earth. And I don't know about you, but, but that just makes me so excited. Often I will tell women as I'm traveling around the state of Arkansas and beyond teaching God's Word, I'll tell them, you know, leave those problems outside. Leave those struggles. Leave those distractions. Leave that difficulty outside and just come in here and just allow the Word to just refresh you. And, and often that's exactly what we need to do. But in a study like this... When we're talking about freedom, when we're talking about thriving, when we're talking about understanding God's definition of freedom, we need to bring those difficulties into this room. We need to bring those struggles into this room. We need to bring those circumstances into this room and lay them out before the Lord and say, Lord, speak to me in the midst of this difficulty. Speak to me in the midst of this trial. Speak to me in the midst of this time in my life. And so this study, this next nine weeks that we have together, it is exactly us doing that. It's bringing the, the day in and the day out struggles that go on in all of our lives and laying them at the feet of Jesus and asking him to teach us, to show us, to guide us, and to lead us. You see, I am like many of you. I live a very ordinary life. I'm married to my husband, Jay. We've been married for 17 years. It's hard for me to believe that sometimes, but it's the truth. We are so in love and I'm so thankful for my wonderful husband and how supportive he is of me and my ministry and, 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 my, and our family. We have two boys. We have Jake, who is 13, and we have Andrew, who is 10. And I love my boys. I'm passionate about my boys. But do you know what? My boys can make my life very busy. We are going from one place to the next. I am now in the season of life where I'm the taxi cab driver, going from point A to point B to point C, and all the way going back to point A to point B to point C. It is just a constant driving and just getting them where they need to go. And in the midst of my daily routine, which involves just my personal walk with the Lord and being the kind of wife that I long to be and being the kind of mother that I long to be, being the kind of friend and church member and community member that I long to be, I hear this still small voice who is beckoning me to come to him and to just sit at his feet for just a few minutes and to allow him to fill me with his life-changing words. And that's what freedom to thrive is all about. In the midst of our busyness, in the midst of our struggles, in the midst of our difficulties, stopping and saying, Lord, speak to me. Lord, show me. Lord, guide me. We have a devotional book that's going to help us in our journey through God's Word. I hope that you have a copy of it. It's in fact called Free to Thrive. It's a 40-day devotional for women on the go. So you'll have the opportunity to watch the, the teaching sessions and then to go home and to read five devotionals 
that will encourage you in the midst of your day to know the truth, to live the truth, and to share the truth. And so as we begin this journey, as we begin this adventure, just allow me to pray for you. Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you so much, Lord Jesus, for loving us and for dying in our place so that we can experience the freedom that only you provide. Lord, over these next nine weeks, as we look at the topic of freedom, as we look at what it means to thrive in the midst of our daily difficulties and challenges, I pray, Father, that you would give us a tender heart, Lord, that you would give us a sensitivity to your word, Lord, and to your spirit. I pray, Father, that you would mold us and change us into the person that you are calling us to be. Father, every single day, Lord, it is our desire to look like you, Lord, to act like you and to ultimately reflect you to a world who desperately needs to see that you make a tremendous difference in our lives. And Lord, we're just going to say thank you. Thank you for the work that you have done, that you are doing, and Lord, for that work that you're going to continue to do in us. Right now, Lord, we just want to surrender to it and say, Lord, have your way in me. So, Father, we give you this time and ask that you would be glorified. In the powerful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. If you have your notes with you, I want to encourage you to open to our introductory session that's called Preparing Our Hearts to Thrive. You see, thriving, and we're going to talk about what that means in just a few minutes, it doesn't happen naturally. It is, in fact, a choice for us to make, and it is a choice that we must make every single moment of every single day. So as we think about free to thrive and as we think about what it means to thrive in the midst of our day with those challenging circumstances, with those overwhelming details that we face day in and day out, I want to just kind of set the tone for what we're going to talk about over the next nine weeks. The very first introductory thought, it, it really could cause us to stop and to shout and to say, thank you, Lord. And here it is as a believer in Jesus Christ. It is, in fact, our God-given right to be free. Galatians 5.1, which is the focal passage, the focal verse for our time together as we go through our devotional. This is what that verse states. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. There's a couple of things that jump off the page at me as I look at this passage of Scripture. First and foremost, Christ valued your freedom and Christ valued my freedom enough in order to secure it. You see, there was no way for you and for me to secure our spiritual freedom. Jesus came to this earth and he lived a perfect life and he died in our place so that we can experience the freedom that he daily provides. Now, here's the second thing that I see as I look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. It is our response to the freedom. We are called to stand firm in it. We are called to throw off or to cast off that burden or that yoke of slavery. Did you hear the words, do not let yourselves? There is an action that is, that is very much on our hearts, that is very much dependent 
dependent upon us to embrace the freedom that Jesus freely provides. The second introductory point that is again so exciting for us is this. Ladies, we do not have to live a life that just survives. I want you to hear that today. If you are like me, and you have maybe believed the lie that you just have to get through this day. You just have to get up out of bed. You just have to put your clothes on. You just have to get to work. You just have to go to the grocery store. You just have to cook dinner and you just have to get those kids in bed only to go to sleep and to have a restless night and to wake up the next morning and to start all over again. God's word says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. We do not have to live a life that merely survives. We can live a life that thrives. Listen to these words that Jesus spoke in John chapter 10 verse 10. He says, I have come that they may have life. Now this life that Jesus is talking about, it involves every aspect of our time here on this earth. And what does Jesus say about this life? He said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Not an ordinary mundane life, not a superficial life, but a full, free, abundant life in Jesus Christ. I want to share something with you that just makes me want to shout. The little phrase, to the full, it actually means over and above. Do you want to know the kind of life that Jesus is offering to each one of you? It is a life that is over and above anything that you can ask for, anything that you can imagine, anything that you can put down on paper. Jesus says, I have come. And I am here, and I am providing life for them. And this life, it is full, it is free, it is abundant, and it is over and above anything that they could even begin to imagine. So as you think about how you live your time out on this earth, here is my question for you. Are you living that full, free, abundant life? Would somebody look at you and say, oh, now that's somebody who is over and above living out God's purposes in the midst of their day. That's the kind of freedom that Christ provides for us. In just a moment, Andrea will return with a final thought. If you would like to hear more of her teachings, visit andrealennonministry.org. It is the ultimate website for the girl on the go with Bible studies, video sessions, podcasts, books, and down-to-earth blogs straight from Andrea's heart. Be sure and subscribe so that you can stay connected. Again, that's andrealennon.org. Now, let's hear a final truth from Andrea. The next introductory point, if I could star it, if I could highlight it, if I could put a box around it, I would encourage you to think about this point every single day as you go through this study together. Look at it with me. Thriving 
can occur on easy days as well as difficult days. Now I want to tell you what thriving means because we need to understand the definition. What does it mean to thrive? Here's the definition for the concept of thriving. It means to grow, to progress towards, or to realize a goal. So that means as we're living out our time here on this earth, we can grow, we can progress, we can realize our goal on the difficult days as well as the easy days. Now, what is God's goal for you and for me as believers in Jesus Christ? That is such an important question for us to ask and for us to answer because if we don't know what the goal is, then we're just constantly searching for some meaning in our life. But the Lord, through his word, he has told us what the goal is. And here it is in Romans chapter 8, verse 29. For God, for those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son. So what is your goal? What is my goal on a daily basis? More importantly, what is God's goal for us? It is for us to be conformed to the very image of Christ so that our thoughts, so that our actions, so that our reactions are in line with his thoughts, with his actions, and with his reactions. And I just think that this is a beautiful truth that we see in Scripture because when we understand this truth, that we can thrive on the easy day as well as the difficult days, our circumstances are no longer determining if we're okay. You see, even when the circumstances are difficult, even when the circumstances are challenging, even when the bank account is empty, even when the health report is not what we had hoped it would be, even when that relationship that we so long for, for in our life, whether it is in our marriage, whether it's with our children, whether it's with our friends, when those things are not going the way that we long for them to go, we can know that we can thrive in the midst of that. Why? Because we can be about God's good goal in our life. We can be progressing. We can be moving forward in our faith walk. And how often do, does God use those difficult situations to bring us to a place of desperate dependence upon him so that we are actually being conformed to the very image of Christ right in the midst of that difficult day. That is important. That's foundational for us. And you will see that truth talked about over and over and over again as we unpack the concepts right here in Free to Thrive. So freedom is experienced in our lives when we are dependent on Jesus Christ. Everything inside of us Ladies, we long for independence. We want to have what we want to have. We want to do what we want to do. And we want to have the resources available to make everything in our life just perfect. But do you see how that actually creates distance from God? Instead of really just being able to have that desperate dependence upon God. You see, in God's definition of freedom, it's not independence from Him, but it's rather desperate dependence upon Him. And so when you you're looking at freedom. It is just
us knowing that that occurs when you are dependent upon him. Dependence occurs whenever our thoughts, our actions, and our reactions point others to Jesus Christ. So the question is, does my life reflect the freedom that I have in Jesus Christ? When we're looking at those introductory points and we're learning that Jesus came to give us that full, free, thriving, abundant life, am I living that out on Monday morning? Whenever the dog (laughs) is barking, whenever the kids will not get out of bed, whenever we do not know how to put our next foot forward, are we living that life that thrives? I hope that by the end of our time together, at the end of these nine weeks, you'll be able to look at those introductory thoughts and see how every single one of them is important for you to take and to understand and to apply to your daily walk with Jesus. As we open God's word together for the next few minutes, I want to look at a passage of scripture that really helps our hearts to prepare to thrive. And if you have your Bibles, I want to encourage you to open to John chapter 14. We're going to look at six verses of scripture and we're going to see three important points as we think about how we can prepare our hearts to thrive no matter what our situation or our circumstance turns out to be. As you're turning to John chapter 14 and and finding verses 1 through 6, I want to give you just a little bit of the context of what's going on in this passage of scripture. Jesus is speaking to his disciples in this passage of scripture and Jesus knows where they are on the kingdom calendar. He knows that his time on this earth is very short at this point in his ministry. He also knows that his disciples do not know what is coming. They don't understand what is about to take place and in his just good love, in his graciousness, Jesus pulls his disciples aside and he equips them for the difficult days. He equips them for the challenging times. And not only does he encourage them and equip them, he gives them some very specific instructions, almost in a bullet format for them to follow during those difficult moments. And as we think about how can we thrive in the midst of difficulty, how can we thrive in the midst of challenging circumstances, we can literally put ourselves in the disciples position and hear these encouraging instructions. So join me as we read John chapter 14, starting in verse one, Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered Thomas and and Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. How do we thrive? 
in the midst of those challenging times? How do we thrive in the midst of those confusing times? How do we thrive in the midst of times that do not turn out like we wanted them to turn out? The first important, important truth that we must accept is that we must trust God. Have you ever been there in your walk with Him? You don't know what's going on. You don't know if, if he's telling you to go to the right or to the left. You, you're not even sure if he's aware of the situation that you're currently in. You are, you are feeling like you're out there in no man's land. And in those moments, the call is so clear. Trust me. Put your faith in me. Do not look to the seen things of this world, but rather know that I love you and I have a plan for your life. So in the midst of difficult times, the first question that we have to ask ourselves is this. Do I really, really trust God? I remember where I was when the Lord asked me this question. You know, I was uh, saved at a very early age. I grew up in church. Uh, I, I don't remember not going to church. I loved church. My parents tell a funny story about me uh, in regards to church. Whenever I was three years old, I so desperately wanted to go to big church. You know, they would drop me off at the nursery, and I would ask, big, big church, big church, big church. And, and, and they would say, no, you're going to, you're going to your class, and you're going to play with your friends and you're going to sing your songs and, and and I didn't want to go there I wanted to go to big church I wanted to see what it was all about and so one particular Sunday they dropped me off at my class and I cried the entire hour they picked me up from the class and they took me home and my mom said I talked all day about big church I wanted to go to big church I wanted to experience it and so they decided that Sunday night they would take me back and let me experience big church thinking that that would just solve the problem when I had to sit still and I couldn't run around and I couldn't talk that, that that would be one experience one and done we would be out no longer asking about big church well I went to big church and loved it my mom said I had never sat so still I'd never listened so intently I loved what was going on and so I grew up in the church I grew up loving the Lord and I realized at the age of six that I desperately needed Jesus to come into my heart and to save me from my sins. And so I, I cried out to God, and, and He, in fact, did that. So I was saved at a very young age, at the age of six. And we were always in church, and I was always in church. But yet I always had this question in my heart and in my mind, Lord, can I really trust you? And I remember where I was when he asked me the question, Andrea, do you really trust me? And he said something in my heart that, that has stuck with me all of that time. He says, if you trusted me for the most important thing in your life, which is salvation, I knew that I could not earn my way into God's kingdom. And so I placed my faith and my trust in him to the point where I said, Lord, I, I trust that your payment, Jesus, on the cross was enough. So come into my heart and save me from my sins. If I trusted him with the most important decision in my life, why was I struggling to trust him in the other areas? The areas of finances, the areas of raising my 
my children, the areas of friendships, the areas of my ministry, the areas of just the ordinary day in and day out aspects of walking on this earth. I was struggling there. And so the Lord was just asking me this question, why are you struggling with this issue of trust? And I knew I was struggling with it. And so I decided to take some time in my own personal quiet time and to just look at the concept of trust. And what I did is I went to Webster's Dictionary and I looked up the definition for trust. I thought that's a great place to start. And so I found this wonderful definition and it's provided for you on your notes. Here's what Webster says trust means. It is an assured reliance on the character, the ability, the strength or the truth of someone or something. And as a result, there is a willingness to place our confidence in that person or thing. And so since I knew that I was struggling in the area of trust with God, I thought I'm going to, I'm going to look at that. I'm going to look at that definition and I'm going to take it apart and I'm going to put it into a spiritual context and I'm going to ask God to help me learn to trust you. This episode of Inspire On The Go is over, but we hope you'll be back next Monday for the latest episode. In the meantime, you can visit absc.org forward slash inspire podcast to find more episodes and ways to connect with Andrea. Also, if you're in central Arkansas, you can find Andrea's radio show Truth On The Go at 93.3 The Fish and 99.5 Faith Talk Radio on Sunday mornings.